Hello everybody, this is Rafael Davidovich. Welcome to the Explorations Podcast. We are soon approaching the Shabbos of Parshas Lech Lecha. Parshas Lech Lecha gets into Avraham territory, where we take the focus away from mankind in general, which was the focus of Parshas Bereshis and Parshas Noach, which dealt with the uh, ancestors, progenitors of all of mankind. And here in Parshas Lech Lecha, we begin the story of Avraham Avinu, who starts his name as Avram. And we read about his exploits and his first trials and tribulations. This is the shift from thinking about mankind in general to thinking about the Jewish people in particular and the ancestors of the Jewish people. And the Parsha ends with Avram Avinu receiving the mitzvah of brismila, of circumcision, which would apply to him and then all of his male descendants. So the question that people have been asking, and this is a recurring theme in all of the anti-Semitic talk that goes around all over the world, unfortunately a lot of it going on nowadays, is this whole idea of being chosen, of the chosen people. Why did Hashem, why did God choose Avraham and decide to focus all of his intention and to have the Torah focus all of his intention on the descendants of Avraham and then Yitzchak and Yaakov? Why not give the truth to all of mankind all at once? So I just want to offer this little tidbit, and obviously this is something that can go into a major discussion and a series of discussions and a course, several courses of discussions that could take up years. But I think the answer, the nugget, the seed of the answer to this very big question is all included in this week's Parsha. This is the Torah's take on why God saw that this was the necessary way to go about it. And here's the answer. It's right away at the beginning of Parsha Lech Lecha. Hashem tells Avram, you should leave your land, you should leave your home, you should leave your, your father's house. Go to the land that I will show you. And through you all the families of the world would be blessed. Why does it have to be like that? Why not just tell all of mankind? Well, we already saw the effects of trying to teach all of mankind something in Parshas Bereshis and in Parshas Noach which is if you try to get all of mankind to do something in one general message, it's simply not going to work. People are too different from one another, and in order for the process to be natural, meaning not imposed by taking away people's free will, there is a process of history that has to take place, and the way that history works best, and the way that lessons work best, is to take a small group of people, have them learn the lesson, and then, slowly but surely, convince and show the others, through example, how to do the right thing. So to just tell Noah, listen, you have to do the right thing and teach it to all of your children and all of mankind, that simply was not going to work. But to teach a small group of people and then to have that lesson spread, that's the way it's going to work. And if you think about it, you will realize that this is how most successful plans of history have always worked. There is a line, and I want to get the line right. It is a quote by Margaret Mead. I have mentioned this quote in Shul several times. This should sound familiar to a number of you. The line goes, Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. Many people will use this quote for inspiration, 
But I would contend, and I have shared this with my people in my shul all the time, that it isn't even an inspirational quote. It is simply describing reality. You take a small group of people, they're the ones who change the world. One of my least favorite political uh, expressions, or my least favorite political slogans, is that in which you accuse the other party, or the other side in a political debate, of being elitists. We've heard this from the Democrats and we've heard this from the Republicans. Oh, they're just a small group of elitists. Well, let me tell you something. Everyone wants to be an elitist. Elitists change the world. The only question is, what elite will you be a part of? Which elite will you give your allegiance to? Not that not everybody should have rights, but it's all about the elite. And the elite doesn't mean the people who have the jets and the private swimming pools, etc., but it means those who are part of that small group that Mead spoke of, who changed the world. And Hashem, in effect, tells Avram this when at the end of the Parsha he tells him, Listen, I'm going to make your group even smaller than it was before, because now we're going to insist on Brismila. And if you can certainly imagine quite well that Brismila is something that would discourage a good number of adult men of considering joining that group. That is the secret. And it is not just a secret of elitism, it is a secret of how to change the world. I want to wish all of you a wonderful Shabbos.